The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. A little while back, I'm sitting there and two parents come into my office. I see Mrs. Lanker is here. She's the only one who's going to really understand this story from me. Um, two people come into my office and it was the reverse of my parents. My father is Moroccan. That's why I called out Mrs. Lanker. I'm sorry, Mrs. Lanker, for calling you out. Um, uh, my, my, uh, my father's Moroccan. Um, my mother is very much not Moroccan. Uh, she's, uh, she's white. <laughs> she, she is white power white. She is uh, from Brighton Beach, Brooklyn, before the Russians. She used to fight Italians all day. I, I don't know. I, I, it depends what stories you believe. The point is, is that... Um, um, this couple comes in, and a little bit reminiscent of my parents, but it was the other way around. The father was a uh, very uh, American man. <laughs> he was a doctor, is a doctor. Um, the wife was an Israeli Sephardic woman. I honestly <laughs> have no idea the answer to all your questions right now. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Sitting in that room, I had no idea. After they left, I was questioning my own reality <laughs> of how in the world that works. But it was, it was entertaining, to say the least. However, they come in and they have a son who's struggling. Uh, addictions and so on and so forth. And the father says to me, he was getting very, very, uh, he was getting very overwhelmed and very upset and I'm trying to explain to him the idea that the addiction is just a symptom. If we try to treat the symptom, there's no such thing. You can't treat a symptom. You can only treat the disease. You can treat symptoms all day long. The disease will still remain. You can try to minimize a symptom. You can try to... But to treat it is impossible because it's being born out of somewhere else and it's going to keep being born until, until you treat the disease. He said, he looked me right in the eyes and with a straight face. And there's no judgment here. Really. Because I don't think, and I'm talking about myself here, I don't think he's the only person I know that has thought something like this before. He looked me right in the eyes and he goes, why can't he just have leukemia? He goes, leukemia I get. If someone has leukemia, he, he can't go to yeshiva. No one's asking him why he's not going to night seder. He has leukemia. No one's asking him why he's hanging out in that hospital room all day, laying in bed till 12 o'clock. He has leukemia. The one mistake this guy made was that he forgot that there was a Sephardic woman sitting next to him. <laughs> and you do not say something like that. In front of me, and I don't know if I had, if I have, the, I'm not a therapist, so I didn't, but the, the responsibility to report this, she took her bag and whacked him. 
And she started rattling off curses in Arabic like you would not believe. <laughs> to which he responded. <laughs> to which he responded. He goes, why are you giving everyone brachas now? And I'm like, <laughs> that's how this marriage has been making it this long. I said... She said, say hasra shalom. I said to her, I was like, I, I need you to understand something. There is so much beauty to what your husband just said. She was the one that was being very supportive and loving and, and empathetic to her son. And her husband was very much struggling with it. And I said to her. He's trying so hard. He's trying so hard to relate, to understand this kid, that he would say something so insane and mean it just so that he can feel like I can do something for him now. I'm a doctor. I could be there for this kid now. I can actually affect a change for him. I can support him. And I turned to him and I said, if Khalila, that would be the case. And I saw her give me a look. I'm like, Khalila, I said, that would be the case. Would you feel confident that you can cure him? And he said, no. I said, would you feel confident to say that you're going to get him back on track like that and it's just going to be a couple of medicines he's good to go? He said, no. I said, what would you do? He said, I would understand what's happening. And I wouldn't leave that bedside table for a second. We need to get ourselves straight. Our love for our children is intrinsic and it's real and it has nothing to do with how and what they do. Our children do not reflect us, but they are superbly affected by us. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.